long time ago on a podcast far, far away. Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Our journey through all six films in the Star Wars saga comes to a close with Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. Are there too many puppets? Do the Ewoks meet Bethany's very high expectations? Does R2 bebop or beatbox? Only we have the answers. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for Star Wars 1 through 6, The Lord of the Rings, The Godfather, Rocky, Labyrinth, The Dark Crystal, Gremlins, Swiss Family Robinson, Watchmen, Elf, Dog the Bounty Hunter, Alice in Wonderland, The Human Centipede, Inspector Gadget, Godzilla, Junior, Teddy Ruxpin, Season 3, Episode 1 of Friends, and the hit Shania Twain song, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. That was it, guys. That was the final installment in the original run of six Star Wars movies before we all go and see The Force Awakens um, in theaters on December 8th. Yes! Hooray! Tonight we sat down and we watched the final of the original trilogy, episode six, Return of the Jedi. Tyler was there. Yes, I was. Patrick was there. I was there. Matt Hughes was with us. I was. It was great. We have Liam back on the show, and he was here watching it with us. Witness. Witness. And who else but hashtag Ballin85. (laughs) (laughs) Back and better than ever. Tonight, Bethany completed. uh, Well, I don't know if completed is the right word, because you were in a NyQuil days when you watched episode three, but for the most part, you watched all the Star Wars movies. I watched all of them. I'm a pro now. I feel the momentum building. I really do. <laughs> what was your favorite of the it. six? Oh, between this one and the last one. One right. through six. Between Empire and, and Jedi? Yeah. That's correct. I liked seeing everybody be more grown up in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last one I felt like, ugh, Luke was still driving me crazy. Bethy said, maturing. before we hit play, she said, I'm really looking forward to the Jedi returning. <laughs> 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 I wrote that down because I wanted to well, remember it. I'm... Well, were you making fun of me because it's they didn't return? No, it was just a lovely thing to say. Oh, yeah, it's I just was. funny because the that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt that and way. And it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There well, they were. He came back. Just one. I'm in a moss. Two. <laughs> yeah, let's two. make it yeah. two. Well, there is another. Jedi mm-hmm. is the same singular and plural, so return of that one Jedi. That's yeah. true. Like <laughs> fish. You know, here's a fun fact for you. The film was originally called <laughs> right. Revenge of the Jedi. <laughs> So long into production that there are posters, promotional posters that exist that say Star Wars Revenge of the Jedi. Wow. But it ended up being changed, obviously, to Return of the Jedi. But George Lucas couldn't let that title go, and it showed up later. Oh, my God. He likes to change three. That, Those posters must be worth Revenge money. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you can How buy them on Hollywood Boulevard yeah, oh. for like $300. I almost you, bought one. Do you have one? Now, Liam, you're somewhat of a fanatic. Oh, somewhat. Would you consider yourself a fanatic of Star Wars? Yeah, I got some little action figures, as it were. <laughs> Liam, this is your first time on one of our Star Wars episodes, right? Yeah. You weren't on the other ones. You've been you've been eager to be on one of these from the very beginning. I have been. You've had a lot to say. I got some things to say. So it to. must bother you terribly to hear people less 
fanatical <laughs> than yourself sit around and every now and then slip out inconsistencies or inaccuracies. So is, is fanatic fair? Do you identify that way? <laughs> no, I'm not going to go fanatic. Big but, fan. But I are. Yeah. But I are. I mean, I've, I've been called that, but I won't proclaim it. You've spent mm. more hours invested into Star Wars than, you know, the next chump next to you. The next chump next yeah, to me? Yeah, some chump next Bethany. to you. Which is Bethany. That's not a Bethany, thing. <laughs> Bethany is next to you, but I mean, just, you know, at the post office yeah, and the grocery store. Joe. Bethany is yeah. some chump. Any, any, chump <laughs> any chump out there on the street? I'd be like, uh, would you like to be defined as a chump? He's like, excuse me? <laughs> How often have you seen Star Wars? Well, I don't know. I, my wife says I can't. You're a chump. All right. Yeah. <laughs> his wife. So this guy's this wife. wife. Let him. <laughs> 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 Poor guy. <laughs> Bless his heart, though. So, mm-hmm. Liam, where where were you when you uh, first saw episode one? I was in Flagstaff, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Let's see, it was 1999. Were you were you old enough to see it in theaters? Uh, 1999. You saw it that. No, episode one, one. Tyler. Episode, episode one. Episode yeah. one. Phantom Menace. Episode, episode one, ninety nine. You saw it in theaters. Saw it in theaters. Big screen. And were you high school? You were like a senior in college at the time. <laughs> you you were in high school. Uh, you were thirty two. It was a trade school, but uh, no, it was. Uh, yeah, gosh, was I freshman something like that? But uh, yeah, saw it over okay. and over. Done with homework. Went to the movie theater. I think I saw it like. Mm-hmm. Episode one, like sixteen times, something like that. <gasps> it was in crazy. theaters. Say, same was story. Same yeah. story for two wow. and three. I was full time. It was pretty close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was just you know if you had a night off you went and saw Star Wars. Now you're the oldest in this room, and I don't, I you know I don't, I'm not going to give away how old you really are. Appreciate but, it. No, no, it's fine. But Go ahead. are you old enough to have seen Episode six in theaters? Episode six. Yeah. Yes. You did see in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You I saw. did see it in theaters. Okay. How does that make yeah. you feel? None of us have. I wasn't even alive. It's a crown jewel. You know, it was, uh, yeah, it was absolutely stunning. I mean, you, I mean, it was, like, at that same time, like, I was, like, really, you know, delving into, like, all kinds of, like, make-believe. So, we're talking, be it uh, kind of religious theology, we're talking uh, folklores from, uh Gosh, just fairy tales to Brothers Grimm to you know Cinderella, like anything. Teddy this bears. This was just Teddy. Yeah, <laughs> was it? Was that Teddy bears? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, he he fed a lot of us. <laughs> you know, marvelous. You know, escapades of you know merriment and oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going off on a, a uh, it's tangent here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so the, these these films are just a piece of Americana. They they are. Oh yeah, it's just folk landmark in the American cinema landscape. And you were there in theaters to see it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, good for you. On. Well, I, I don't want to get us back on a thing on ragging on the prequels because we have Return of the Jedi to talk about. But I'm curious. You're there. You're a huge Star Wars fan in '99. You know. You're old enough to appreciate the hibernation period between 1983 and 1989. I mean, 99, right? So yep. you're you're hyped up. This is a conversation that's happening right now about Episode Seven, where people are reminding the world to check your hype, because <laughs> audiences, you know, there's a there's a video that's being shared on the internet right, right now. Um, we'll put it on the on the website of. Uh, uh, fans that are immediately pouring out of, uh, you know, original or 
early screenings of the Phantom Menace, yeah. and they're like out of their they're minds with excitement. Out. Like it was incredible. There it was, was amazing, <laughs> including Shaquille O'Neal. It, yeah, the Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Lucy Liu was in the video. Yeah. Uh, but what's great is you see this guy who's got his face painted like Darth Maul. He's got the horns and everything. Yeah, birds. And and this, this guy has no idea who Darth Maul is. Yeah, he, was he only knows Darth he Maul from the trailer. It's yeah. like that jack off that went and got BB-8 tattooed on. It's like it was, you don't BB-8 could be the next Jar Jar for all you know. You already got a tattoo of him. I bet there's people out there with a Jar Jar tattoo. Matt, I Matt hope Comer. so. I want to be one of them. Matt Comer, <laughs> who's appeared on a couple of the Star Wars episodes, named his dog uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, we don't know anything. Spoiler. Yeah, man. We don't know who this guy is. Star Wars. So anyway, sure. Liam, what I, yeah. what I wanted to ask was, you obviously were invested enough to see repeated viewings of The Phantom Menace. How do you feel about The Phantom Menace now, in a nutshell, and how did you feel about it then through the trajectory of those multiple screenings? Like, take us through, like, oh, one first screening I was about here, about the fifth one I was about here, and so on down the line. You know, all right, so episode one, seeing it the first time was, I mean, I mean, in the podcast, you can definitely hear, all right, it's boring. They walk in, they're talking about trade disputes, they, you know, having a cup of coffee, and... But according, about the force a little according bit, to Derek, that's a thing, man. Jedis are boring, all right? Yeah, they're cloistered monks. Yeah, that's, boring that's monks. Derek's that's why defense. they're brewing, what, making beer in real life, right? I mean, you're not going in on a monastery to see what monks are doing. <laughs> Stay entertained. But um, but no, like like the first time you see it, the uh, when you first hear those those lightsabers go off, they're just chills. Like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, those lightsabers mm-hmm. go off. Everyone in the theater's you know, just commanded. Right there, because it's been attention. 15 years since you've heard a lightsaber. Yeah, exactly, and that's what people want to hear. To quote, you know, Retman from from the first podcast, um, if there's, I mean, the only way to really truly ruin a Star Wars is to take away lightsabers and the Force. He did say that. He just said, "I I remember there were lightsaber fights, and it was yeah. awesome." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're spectacular. But with that, like, so going from like viewing one, viewing two on down the road like it's just to get lost in the mythos like mm-hmm. it's just the excitement of it can i align with you know poor filmmaking slash you know uh revolutionary filmmaking being that it's digital and embracing that technology uh i mean i think lucas is really bold for doing taking all those steps that he did yeah it's unprecedented yeah, there aren't any other directors I mean, out really there special. going back and changing yeah. and altering his movies yeah well as far as episode one like speaking with like is right. pretty impressive to make a purely CG character that lasted throughout the entire show is pretty spectacular at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but at the same time, like you take a step back and you're like, gosh, like I can see like, yeah, he's annoying, kind of silly. Yeah. The I mean, Jar-Jar I was, just you know, sucks. <laughs> like, but then again, to see it as a child, like right. maybe I would have seen it in a different light, but, but you weren't but a child. I wasn't a child. You, you weren't a child, and you were uh, a dedicated fan at the time. Right. So you've, you're being, uh, a, you're, you're playing your cards close to the chest right now. How do you feel about this movie? Are you, you're implying to Episode us that you one. like it? Yeah. Episode one. I like it. I would give it thumbs up. Wow. Oh my. As a, as a piece of filmmaking, as a piece of the Star Wars canon, I do give it thumbs up. But I can. Oh. Like I will align with you that I can critique it as well with as far as just plot holes. Lots that said, this is a Star Wars fan. He likes Star Wars fan. This he? guy. I'm not confused now. <laughs> I mean, he likes it. He's yeah. Am fan. I playing both sides of the fence? Playing it safe, yes. <laughs> but like, I would recommend seeing the entire canon if you were going to mm-hmm. jump like Bethany did. 
see the whole thing. So you defend the prequels. You, you have I defend the prequels in in chronological order or in release order. You would you would recommend it? You know, I would go release order. Yeah, okay. definitely go sense. release order. We're going chronological order, so it's been yeah. a weird weird wild ride for Bethany. <laughs> and now Bethany, now that you've seen all six of these Star Wars films, do you feel more complete inside? <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like do you feel like you've grown? As you definitely chime in on what the world is talking about most of yeah. the time. As a woman, <laughs> <laughs> I feel. Do you feel? Like I feel a like woman? I said. I felt like put uh, Shania Twain on the spoilers. I killed. I love Shania. Um, you do love Shania. I do love. Shania. She was. She was is singing that a song some. You karaoke on. <laughs> she was singing night? some Shania Twain at karaoke a couple was days it? ago. Yeah, Man, I feel like it. a woman. Of course. Okay. Intoxicated. Um, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's not put that on here. I've got video. Uh, we can put that on the website. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that. <laughs> on yeah, that'll be great. Also, have you singing "Boyfriend" by Bieber? Oh, so stick me! Oh, I never sing "Boyfriend" you by Bieber. You were definitely. And how intoxicated would you be if you don't know what songs you sing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What the heck do you think, Bethany? So Talk. I just I'm starting to feel the momentum, but I was thinking about it even on my drive over here. I was like, do I feel like so excited about Star Wars? And even as we were watching this one, I was like, it's like. Just sort of like what you said, the mythos, is that what you said? Precisely. Like, like, there's something to like, just like with Lord of the Rings or whatever, there's like this wonderful mythology thing of like, oh, it's so cool. It'd be so cool if we could all zoom out in outer space freely. And I think that's the appeal. I'm still trying to figure out what the appeal <laughs> is <laughs> these movies. Just zooming out zoom in <laughs> space. <laughs> just the zoom. Did you put, um, anyway. Um... <laughs> So I feel like this I'm ain't Matt Comer. I'm Patrick s- knows how to do spoilers. I'm trying to get like I'm trying to get into the whole spirit of it, but I still feel like this one made me feel like I liked it the most. This movie, yeah. But I f- I still feel like I think I'm missing something. F- I'm excited that I know the story though. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the first time in my whole life, I understand the plot. Yeah, Star Good. Wars Good is like a, a piece of a, of American filmmaking or a piece of classic American filmmaking. It's not necessary. To be a fanatic and to know the name of every character. It's almost like The Godfather. It's like some people that are just in the movies and haven't caught The Godfather yet think to themselves, I should probably watch those movies at some time. Everyone thinks that. Or Rocky or something like that. Yeah. And then you finally watch them and you're like, oh, those are quite good. And then you just go on with your life. You don't like, (laughs) I don't, I can't tell you much about the Godfather trilogy right now, but I've seen them and I remember enjoying them. And I feel, I do feel like that you were being kind of uh, funny. Tyler, but part of you feels, I think, uh, a tad more complete when you know that you can enter it. Like, yeah, I've satisfied that gap in my pop you culture. Like, yeah, Especially like, yeah. when you work with men or something. Like now, I feel like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm in. Listen, I know about the Star Wars, you <laughs> the know, Star Wars. Right. and I feel like I do. Girls. I feel a little bit empowered, and I feel like some people are. You call them chumps. 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 Oh yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, like in the girl world, I'm more like, yeah, I know about girls are like, ugh, my boyfriend's dragging me to the new movie. And I don't even, and I'm like, I know everything about it. <laughs> so yeah. I everything. feel Who empowered wants to come? as yeah. a good Star Wars girl. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, and, a, and a, if I might say so, completely single 
and available, <laughs> and available. if someone wanted so to take guys Bethy out there to the new Star Wars, Wars movie. <laughs> I have, I think, like a lot of boys taking me to the Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> the Whoa, new Star Wars movie. Hey, that's true. And this thing sure. isn't over yet. Let me remind you, the listener, even now, that we still have one more podcast to go in this series, which is exciting right. if you think about it, because none of us know. Leading up to this, there was Bethany. She hadn't seen him before. Abby hadn't seen a couple. But the rest of us, we're treading familiar water. We have no idea what we're getting ourselves into. Yeah, but we're excited. excited. Heck yeah. Going excited. in blind next week. So uh, let's just talk about our impressions of watching Return of the Jedi tonight specifically in context of where we've seen it before. When I was a kid, since I was born in 83, Return of the Jedi was the one that was most available and ever present. It was always on TV. It was always around. The toys were everywhere. I had the whole Ewok village. I had Jabba's palace and the little like slider <laughs> bed that he came out. He had the huge Rancor. And it wasn't because like, I was a fanatic. It was just like kids had Star sure. Wars toys. Yeah, I went yeah. over to your, ki- your kid's house. Or like you were my friend. I went over to play with you because you had all these amazing toys. Yeah. The toys was just, like the whole part of that mythos. You get to have an imagination with these toys recreating the roles. Yeah, oh. totally. And totally. go further. And it was the funny <laughs> thing about it, I was thinking when we were watching this. <laughs> Writing some fan fiction with them. <laughs> oh, is yeah. that even if you weren't, it's, it reminded me of a conversation I had with my dad one time where he was like, I put in this Elvis record that I had and I'd never listened to Elvis. And he was singing like every Elvis song word for word, but I'd never heard him mention Elvis before ever. I'm like, how do you know all these songs? He's like, oh, he just, everyone knew Elvis songs. Growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like Star Wars is almost the same way because I don't remember I remember loving the movies, but they were just around. It wasn't like I sought them out and I had to have it. It wasn't like my Jurassic Park or something like that. But we had all these toys and I had Star Wars t-shirts. And I remember we had like the soundtrack lying around. Or you'd go to another friend's house and he'd have Boba Fett. And you'd be like, oh, that's cool. You have him and I don't have him. But then you'd had other things. Like we were more into Indiana Jones, but they didn't have any. Or we were more into Terminator or something like that. Um, but Star Wars was just everywhere. It was ubiquitous. So you just took for granted mm-hmm. that it yeah, was it there. Yeah, it was so much so that you could go to garage sales and get Star Wars toys because yeah, it was just yeah. flooding everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And out of all that, it seemed, in my memory, Return of the Jedi was most of that because there was things like Jabba and there were the Rancor, Salacious Crumb, his little Jabba's little guy. Oh, my God. Like I puppet. love him. Yeah. He reminds me of the rat on uh, in the Muppets. Rizzo? Rizzo? No, oh he was like all I could think about. He was like the fire him. gang from, uh, from Labyrinth. Labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. basically the same puppet, just <laughs> painted orange, guy, right? Yeah. 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 I thought he looked like a gremlin. He's cute. So you got Labyrinth, Gremlins, <laughs> and the like Muppets. Muppet all the every Muppet movie. Every <laughs> you got to <laughs> list them all. Well, like, all these creatures they were making. I mean, Jim Henson was just like. I mean, this is Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. He's, they're just making pumping out Muppets like left and right. right. And like I did say it's on the last episode, Jim Henson wasn't uh, directly involved in the production, but he was a uh, kind of outside consultant. To they would bring him into the workshop that uh, other capable people were. You know, because Jim Henson had this creature shop that was cranking out stuff like the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, and they would bring him in, and he'd be like, "Oh my God, this is great. Maybe I would do it a little <laughs> like this." You know, um, true story. Isn't that interesting? Quite. It's very yep. interesting. Does he sound like Kermit? Yes, his voice sounds exactly like Kermit. Well, <laughs> <he's basically laughs> of course, because um, he voiced Kermit. Oh. But then to watch. So anyway, as a kid, <laughs> did that just blow your <laughs> mind? He just got blown away. You didn't even realize. No idea. You didn't know that Jim Henson voiced <laughs> Kermit. <laughs> Hey, go watch some YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Go have, a, her go have a little I wish cry. We, at wish like this was a video podcast. I'll oh replay that, that. That was beautiful. That expression again. Wow. Yeah, Kermit is, is Jim's alter ego. <laughs> oh, my God. 
gosh. That's why that <laughs> yeah. that beautiful no picture of idea. Kermit touching the picture of Jim after Jim had died is so heart wrenching. Oh my gosh, because a part of his soul died. Though oh, I will tell okay. you this: everyone always said that uh, 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 the people that knew him said that. Kermit was most like Jim, but Jim always thought that Rolf the dog was his real alter ego. He also performed. Man, Rolf I freaking love Rolf the dog. <laughs> I'm playing the piano. <laughs> He's I gotta work on my Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, anyway, Return of the Jedi has a yeah. lot of freaking Muppets well, in so it. So many, <laughs> so many oh, puppets. wonderful puppets. Every Max last alien almost. Max Rebo is this blue al- uh, alien elephant looking thing. Yeah, the keyboard play. player. He looks like an inflatable. He's a daggum puffalump back there. Why? I mean, the screen at any given moment is crawling with creature yeah. effects, yeah. especially on Tatooine and everything. Maybe that's part of the reason why it was so appealing. Because they were, even though Return of the Jedi was on the most... The other movies were around too, but I remember as a little kid being like, "Oh, this one's this one's not as fun, or this one's slower, or this one's more boring." Right. But it's like, "Oh, this is the one with <laughs> Jabba's right. palace and the Rancor." Yeah, that's how all these movies oh, yeah. are always described. It's like, "Oh, this is the one with that Sarlacc pit, and this right. is the one with this the teddy bears." This is the one with the Ewoks, yeah, uh, which <laughs> Bessie yeah. loved. Uh, everyone, in uh, case you were wondering, just, she oh couldn't stop making little like mom noises oh, whenever they were on them. screen. <laughs> I wanted to cuddle all of them, <laughs> she, <there's laughs> especially the baby. Yeah, there was a single shot <laughs> of a tiny baby peeking out of a basket early on, and she <laughs> just lost story. it. I yeah. didn't think she'd ever recover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're sweet. But can I? I you know, and as a kid, I liked Ewoks. I had the toys and everything. Tonight, I was feeling like I'm so sick of these stupid Ewoks, and I know that uh, now, like people, I think Liam, if has this been your experience that like hardcore Star Wars fans if they do pick on the original trilogy it's usually Jedi and it's usually because of the Ewoks I've heard people be like those Ewoks are so annoying they're like Jar Jar level <laughs> right lame have you yeah. ever heard people say that I, I did like as an adult but like as I mean growing up I mean let's just say too that R- Return of the Jedi was also the scariest I thought I mean, I thought Jabba's Palace was scary when they're first coming in. It was scary, yeah. Like, I was, like, terrible. The Rancor, like, I'd hide yeah, under pillows. I'd get teased. I'm like, oh, man, what's that? Why aren't you scared about that? You just ate that other dude. You just fell down. You're just coming in for a normal day of work. You fell in, in uh, the Rancor yeah. pit. What the heck? <laughs> Someone's trying uh, to describe his work day to <laughs> you. You know? <laughs> just it's like, a worker's yeah. comp claim. Just, uh, just, yeah. He'd find that Rancor. But, like, that was pretty terrifying in the Starlight Pit. Like, that was scary stuff. Um, but then when you, then it totally switches and you get to the these little teddy bears that help dethrone the uh, the empire. Uh, Emperor didn't see that coming. No, I feel uh, like that's the that's the most <coughs> criticism that the Ewoks get is that it's so unrealistic that they could actually defeat the troopers, yeah. the stormtroopers, that, with some rocks and a, right. and a yeah, freaking snare like that they that can't even throw correctly. It's the record. most natural. It's the most human weapon of warfare we've seen the whole time spears spears I think, stones, people, like, I think human people like that them. in the movie and i think the most annoying person is chewbacca <laughs> what Whoa. really FYI. no no yeah, the whole time, <laughs> i still don't know what he's saying <laughs> what he's are you best. talking about why did he Chewie's one of the hearts of the film he's yeah. whining the whole movie he's not whining he's no. concerned that he his, sent me over the edge his vocal oh, inflection is just that's how he talks c3po is the whiny one eye. no i love him what you so I backwards think i here. rolled my eyes every time chewbacca opened no, up chewbacca, his but not as <laughs> chewbacca has always been portrayed as as having a you know strong affection for han solo like they're brothers right 
And in each movie, it's always been like, yeah, it's because they fought side by side for so long. But there was so many scenes where Chewbacca was like, like audibly like concerned and like worried for Han Solo in like weird ways. How do you know? Because he's just the same noise with everything he says. It's the same (laughs) grunt. The same thing. I'm like, he's not saying anything different. He just keeps going. <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. You can see it in his really? eyes. Really? C-3PO yeah. is just he's retelling like the story yeah. about how they got Han Solo out of the carbonite. And Chewbacca is like, like having to console himself because he was... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to try and imitate him. The amount of emotion, emotion and concern they had for Han Solo was really dramatic. Do you think one. that it's yeah. almost like a boy and his dog story? <laughs> Chewbacca's yes. the dog. A million percent. I'm like, this sucker is his puppy. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Anyway, I thought it's the Ewoks so are off. cute. And I like it because it's like very like... Um, What's that movie? What's that movie? <laughs> oh yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's find out this movie. This is gonna be awesome. With the girl rides on the ostrich. Do you guys remember that? Oh, Swiss the Swiss Family Robinson. Robinson? That's totally about Endora. Yeah. 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 All the tree houses. Oh yeah. That's what it was like. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No, no, okay. That actually made sense because in yeah. the last episode, <laughs> I said. A David Lynch movie. That's all I said. Yeah. He said, is that the movie with the with guy the f- with the face? With the face. I listened to that podcast and I was desperately going through every David Lynch with movie in my face. head. Like, everyone has a guy with a face. Oh, that yeah. doesn't narrow it down at all. You know what I meant, though. I have no, no idea. Josh and I talked about this. We sidebarred. What she, movie no, did you do? She's talking about that yellow. music video with Miley Cyrus. No. That's not a David. White. Yeah. <laughs> we can, I don't even we, know. We can do what we want to. The white that weird dark superhero movie. David Lynch. Where his Dark face Man? like turns like this a lot, like <laughs> sand. <laughs> Wait, Spider-Man three? No. Oh. We did a podcast on it. We did a podcast on it. Yeah, the, the sand face the guy. Dark Watchmen. Rorschach. Yeah. Yeah, Rorschach. Rorschach. Watchmen. That is not a David Lynch movie. Uh, but the man with the face. Watchmen? The dude guy with the yeah, face. Yeah. The dude. Did you think that was David Lynch? That's good. Okay. Why did you think that was David Lynch? I don't know. I don't know. He did refer to his mask as his face. That's true. That's fair. What? What? <laughs> who do you think oh, David Lynch is? Yeah, who's David Lynch? I man? don't know David because you know I honestly think about the guy from Elf. I don't know why. Will know, Ferrell? No, somebody's name like something Finch in that movie. That's yeah, his name is Finch. Miles Finch is Miles the yeah, I Finch. About the him. dwarf. Miles I don't actually yeah. know who David Lynch is. <laughs> <laughs> How in the world so is any <laughs> of this connected? <laughs> it rhymes. This is it rhymes. <laughs> I get it. This, I would yeah. go with that. director for, known for dark and weird movies is somehow connected to this character. It's <laughs> actually Peter Dinklage in a Christmas movie who somehow is also <laughs> Rorschach from anyway, Watchmen. It rhymes with yeah, David yeah. Lynch, I, Miles I, Finch. Listen. Yes, that's good. You pieced it together. It's the best six degrees of separation know. ever. I know who he is. <laughs> Everyone just calm down. <laughs> we gotta find our center of gravity. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, we figured Sorry. out who the, well, that's the guy so with the face Josh is. Josh, yeah. I'm glad we got to the bottom. So, people of who listened to the last podcast and were confused don't know. I, I don't know who David. I mean, I, what does he do? He's one of the David Lynch director guys. Maybe, maybe we'll have another podcast. Maybe we'll do a day. David Lynch okay. podcast. Anyway, sorry about that, everyone on the planet. No, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> nah, They're all listening because they they all listen to this. Yeah, podcast. yeah. that would be great. Yeah. Here's hoping. Yeah. Well, those those Ewoks going back to those guys. I yeah I can't yeah align with people that grew up and all of a sudden just thinking oh the, these guys threw it out throughout the empire. Nah, an impossible couldn't happen or like no they were lovable like it you saw it happen. Like we witnessed these. Yeah, I don't care about down. the fact that they they fight and everything. I think it's more to do with the screen time that they get, mm. and they kind of are. I'm, 
there's something silly in every Star Wars movie. But to me, the first act of the movie in Tatooine and the, the Sarlacc pit battle, and then even getting to go back to Dagobah for a single little yeah. scene, the stuff that happens between Luke and Vader uh, with the Emperor on the ship, all that stuff is like really powerful and really strong and entertaining to me. The break to go to Endor... When they're not fighting. The fighting stuff's actually cool with the mini walkers and the traps and all that stuff and the cruisers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, those ATSDs are my favorite. When the Ewoks machine. are bumbling around and Tarzan and on lines and like floating, and when Luke has to float C3PO in a chair to convince the Ewoks that he's a god and everything, it's just so that like, they don't get eaten. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It feels like it goes on a little while for too much me Ewok. to be looking at that, those teddy bears that long. Yeah. Didn't you feel like that though with the last movie when Luke was in that? The swamp planet. I love the the training. I know, but we spent stuff. a lot of time there. Everyone loves from the trees and like. But it was right, so but good. that was that was core to the character arc of our hero. It was dramatic. Like the Ewok Ewoks stuff. is just. It seems like weird comedic relief in the third and final act of not just the movie but of the whole trilogy you're like why are you trying to make this part funny this is like he's facing his dad he's like literally facing his de- well no no figuratively sorry <laughs> facing his demons like why do you need like teddy cute bears? teddy bears Maybe oh, it's I'm, I'm just I'm just <laughs> finding this <laughs> is just a nitpick they're good. <laughs> you're they a fan Patrick <laughs> they don't ruin my life or anything it's just a nitpick no. if I was gonna nitpick something else and tell me what you guys feel about this I kind of feel like Han Solo got a little goofy in this movie compared oh, yeah. to the other two sure Definitely. yeah he hammed it up He's there's a lot of smiling in this movie. Him and Lando just smiling at each other. Well, that's well, that's, that's what happens when people get together. All of a sudden, that that tension. Yeah, they're bros now. That's what I'm saying. They got comfy. Yeah, they like got uh, comfy Pam with one another. It's yep. like you can have a little bit more pizza. It doesn't matter. You're together. Yeah. You're already committed. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is this? About? Oh, this is your marriage oh, theories. No, no, with Leia and Han, right? Like, oh no, we were we were talking about Lando and Lando. Oh, how they're all just like chums, smiling, lending each other their ships. Yeah, I know, but I feel like it's he has like a lot more joy because he's in a relationship, and he's just feeling more. He's just feeling better about himself. So he was able to cut back and have this a little more relaxing fun. Oh, okay. He didn't well, have to put on a front anymore because he, he doesn't he have bounty hunters after him anymore. That's true. He didn't have to win Leia. Yep. Like he, he already got the girl. Like he wasn't running for his just, life he anymore. He just came yep. out of the carbonite. He's got a new lease on life. Right. Boba Fett's he, gone. No one's no one's yep. over his shoulder new anymore. He doesn't have to look back. Actually, this kind of makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. But hey, let's talk about Boba Fett and how everyone in the world thinks he's the coolest, most BA guy ever, and he does nothing. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. He stands yeah. around, then he gets his gun cut in half, then he a blind hand solo hits his jetpack, and he gets eaten yeah, by a Yeah, Sarlacc. but his suit is cool looking. His suit's he cool looking. awesome. Yeah, he's designed well, but does nothing. But you he know doesn't even do anything in Empire Strikes Back. He just relaxes. He walks. He walks, and he, he shoot, says he, a few he things. He shoots a little bit. He's in the and right well, place at the right time. Yeah, he's just in the right, right place at right, the right that's time. All that's all it is. It. Yeah. I always remember Boba Fett being thought of as cool, though. We had a little so toy cool. of him, and we used to yeah. play with it. Mm-hmm. And I never even thought about the fact that in the movie, he's Doesn't almost do useless. I think yeah. that it's just because he looks cool. If he, he looks I mean, cool. And he does look really cool. If you didn't point him out, I would have no idea who that sucker was. No, yeah. no idea. Well, let's say something, too. Like, You don't even know that he's Boba Fett until, uh, unless you bought the Empire Strikes Back toy. Because he was la- named in that, he's not named in the movie Empire Strikes right. Back, mm-hmm. or if you saw Return of the Jedi. So, but you're right, he was like cool. Just this again, the mythos of this little character. Like, yeah. who is this bounty hunter who knows to follow trash behind a spaceship to yeah. find the Millennium yep. Falcon? And because uh, he's cool, Jabba only calls it, or Darth Vader calls him bounty hunter. Exactly. And during the final skirmish, 
uh, Han yells out Boba Fett when they're fighting, but it's like such a throwaway moment. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, oh, that's the only time we're going to hear his name. And I'll tell mm -hmm. you, I keep referring to that cartoon, but in that cartoon, you get some really Clone fleshed Wars. out uh, Mandalorian oh, you do mythos about solid stuff. Uh, where that cool. Death Squad came from. All and right. it is oh, yeah. super cool. Death Watch. I yeah. just want to know. Watch. Maybe I'll yeah. peep that cartoon. B bounty hunters are getting paid, you know, to bring in bounties. They go find yeah. some criminals. Like dog. They bring dog the justice. bounty hunter. Yeah. Why is Bo Boba just standing around at Jabba's place? <laughs> I, I was going to ask that question. I thought it was like... He's waiting on his next uh, assignment. Why he was he so, why is he so only quick to go and fight against the... the I didn't understand Luke that either. Maybe he's like, also doing, just like a this? mercenary. Does he work for... Maybe he's like on retainer with the huts. Okay, yeah, okay. That could that make sense. Like, the, if we're making a lot of progress <laughs> in this Because <laughs> that's the deal, right? The Huts are like sure. a large, like, gangster, they're gangster family. They're, the, yeah. they're space mafia. Right. Oh, like, yeah. much like uh, the Godfather. And so gross. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> gross. Bethany, <laughs> like Bethany and Abby were making so and many away from noises. noises. I really couldn't look at him. I could not. She's like, oh, so drippy. You're so stuck up that you just treat someone who has a weight problem like that. It's not the weight. It's the snot and the. He's got different foams. He might have just had a cold. Bethany goes, oh my God, why is he leaking? Well, they say he was based off of Marlon Brando in Godfather. Tony Soprano. I haven't seen The Godfather, yeah. so speaking of mobsters, and a clear Alice in Wonderland thing going on. Yeah, yeah he's definitely the cat, the caterpillar. I just thought Dude, I don't, I never had seen him in real life, you know, like so, seeing him and seeing him leak and like have foam in his mouth and then different drippy goo in his mouth. <laughs> the whole his tongue comes out a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of tongue. It's just a lot like of tongue it's from just Jabita. he's just. I couldn't even look at it. I was just like, you're kind of like making me feel gaggy. <laughs> he's he's like pretty how gross. You, with they, your slime. The slime makes job. me gaggy. Yeah, I think that's uh, what they want. I know that, that part of that, uh, you know, those effects are dated. But even to look at it now, it's like, it feels like a living thing. To me, yeah, to I look agree. At. He looks good. <laughs> for yeah, yeah, he's just so man. lazy, man. Like there they are have moments and angles where you're like, that looks like a rubber thing. But yeah. sometimes uh, the way that it undulates, like his face, yeah, moves like and his nostril would move, like when he was breathing. It was really great puppetry. Man, he, like he had a nice place there too. Yeah. <laughs> he had a nice place. It was kind of dusty. Yeah. He knew how to chill, man. <laughs> He, you know, he just he just wanted to hang out with his friends and get some some jams going. They'll just pass out at the end eat of the some night. Frogs. frogs. Hey, some slaves. Get some Jabba girls dancing. Ever, how does Jabba go from his palace onto that ship? No, they they don't they don't know. That's why they didn't show us. Exactly. <laughs> George it's never so figured weird. that it's out. It's like he's like got a crane or something because that's like how he seems he must, to move. I've always wondered why everyone's so threatened to this guy because he can't get up. <laughs> that's what I was thinking in the movie. I was thinking, what's he gonna do? No. Just poke him and run. But he's very rich and has people like Boba Fett on retainer. <laughs> they roll him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess which, like which one was the special edition where it had him talking to Han and he was like, "That's a deleted around. scene from A New Hope." When Episode yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. When that Han is getting the Millennium Falcon ready to yeah. go to take Obi Wan and Luke, uh, he has an encounter with Jabba the Hutt right. who squirms around as they negotiate for the money he owes him. Awful looking, awful CG job of superimposed then aren't over there, an actual actor. Mm -hmm. Aren't there two huts in one of the prequels? Is it at the Episode pod race? One, yeah. yeah, they like like slug themselves out onto the balcony yeah, to like oversee there. the. Uh, is it him or is yeah. it? 
It's, J- it's Jabba. Oh, it's it is Jabba. him? He oh, is yeah. there. The okay. Yeah. okay. He's yeah. there. He fires the pistol or okay. whatever it is. <laughs> does a fart or something? He's a little gong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yep, gosh. That's exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, in the cartoon, he has a brother called Zero the Hut that's, like, fabulous. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah. He's <laughs> off of him. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh That's my. funny. He's like, yeah, <laughs> 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 it talks kind of like Cartman. It's all. That's great. <laughs> Sounds good. But I anyway, lo- all Cartman. that to say, they move around in the other stuff. But it's almost like you know, um, John Chris Falusi, the guy who did Ren and Stimpy, admitted at one point that he never ever depicted Ren or Stimpy walking forward because they couldn't figure out how to draw that. <laughs> so anytime they'd arrive someplace and need to walk forward, it would just cut to them being in the next spot. Right. So that's what they do with Jabba. It's yeah, like, just, they don't just even cut. address it. <laughs> yeah, it's just let's it's just, just like, okay. He's yeah. on his yeah. sailing ship. There. I mean, that uh, I think when I was a kid, I assumed that that um, the platform he was on just went forward and back over the hole to the Rancor pit. But yeah. then he's also at one point like tucked away in that alcove. What were they all doing back there? I don't know, Hiding but I love, I love that they were like, hey, let's just hang out here just in <laughs> case like, that bounty hunter. Was there a surprise party? Right. I don't happen? know. Yeah. They just happened Patrick to all be back there. It. it was so funny. He said, what's with the Scooby-Doo tactics? There's a lot of, yeah, there's there's a lot of like, let's just stand so around this funny. corner and wait for them to yeah. run past us and yeah. we'll say boo. But wait, I think that platform, what I was going to say was, I think that platform can hover, you guys. It's not just back and forth on a track. That's good. You're doing a lot of work for them. Ho- that, yeah, I know I am. It's kind of scully He's syndrome. got like a Professor X thing going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like future, future X, yeah. Sure. But there is a lot of Scooby-Doo. It's, it's an Aladdin magic A lot of Scooby-Doo tactics oh, yeah. in this because they're hiding behind the curtain and then Han Solo taps a stormtrooper on the shoulder and then runs away. That one is so dumb That's to me. That's stupid. But then he also so puts like on a helmet and pretends <laughs> to be a stormtrooper. Yep. In when that, in that. No, go back. Go back. When he Scooby-Doo's those guys by like, he runs by, taps him, and then runs around the corner yep. to where they're waiting in ambush. Right. Why does Han Solo duck down? <laughs> like, it's like he's so right he doesn't get shot. He's right in front of you. But I mean, the other guys are clearly all around, and he's oh, like, "Oh, yeah. I'm gonna surprise him." No, you're not. It's like <laughs> there's nothing. You're not even hiding behind anything. That was so dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> but it wait, worked, wasn't man. there another one? It worked. worked. Yeah, and when he caught, they saw the radio thing. He's like, "Everybody, come out and help us!" And they waited for the whole army to come out they of the building left. for some yeah. reason. Like, no, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Just, they were like, like kind of they were side by side against the door, hoping that no one would. Look They're backwards. a rebel force that's just ragtag team of that's nobodies <laughs> trying to do what they can. That's guerrilla warfare. Yeah, man, it's and, real grassroots. And they're know? doing, you know, they're doing the best they can, and it's working for them. That's why the Vietnam was yeah. so well, complicated was because of the guerrilla warfare of tapping people on shoulders and <laughs> hiding in plain sight by doorways. I think we'd yes. be remiss if yeah, we didn't right. consult our female host about the slave Leia. The motif. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How did you feel about that? So far, Leia has been a very strong character. She's wearing a bra this time. She's, she's had a lot of dignity. Barely. You know, she hasn't been forced into any contraption that a man <laughs> is, says she needs to she's wear. She's know? royalty. Yeah. And she fights. She leads the people. She's she strong. fights the battles. And now she's forced into <laughs> a golden bikini. <laughs> to to live on a chain on some drippy <laughs> slug. <laughs> Gags him to death. So what do you want to know? Well, well how do you feel? About it's that? funny because in the in the film, it's not meant to be like a celebratory thing. You're supposed to feel, you know, like that you don't like that Leia is a slave to Jabba. 
But the, you know that the screenwriters put it in because they say we need to crank up the sex appeal. That's a, a sex yeah. well, number three. See, see, that's the problem because, or that's the thing that I'm curious about in the in the film. Uh, it you one could argue that the the thing being communicated is that this is a bad thing that's happening. That Jabba has Leia as an object and he's all disgusting and you're just like, he's, and then she heroically breaks free and then she's back in her clothes again. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately the slave Leia bikini for better or for worse, for better for Lucas films, because I'm sure they made a ton of money off of that. Yeah. Um, that has become this iconic, uh, outfit and moment in film history where now dozens upon dozens of young ladies like to dress up and go to Comic-Con or whatever it might be. It's become a part of pop culture. It was referenced in Friends when Ross asked Rachel to dress in it. Which is funny because Rachel did her hair in the buns from episode one, but she had the bikini from episode six. Well, I mean, Rachel didn't know. (laughs) She was just, she's not like Rachel. Let's be honest, Rachel Green wasn't watching Star Wars. She was going skiing in Vail. Shoop, shoop. Shoop, shoop. She's got a point. So anyway, how'd you feel about it? Or were you just like, who cares? I don't. I didn't feel very emotional about it. I. I mean, she wasn't wearing a lot at all, like two drapes. Like that's pretty much was all that was going on. So I was like, wow. But she looked good. I mean, yeah. Very I mean, fit, healthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's been working out. She got some know. sun. I didn't have any. I didn't have a strong feeling about it. I knew. I mean, it's so funny that we're all like, everyone's on like, oh, she's being a slave to a slug and poor girl. <laughs> when everyone in the movie theater is like, Bleh, like <laughs> being like objectifying her just like the slug did. So I'm sort of like, right. oh, I mean, it's ironic. Who's, who's the real slug? Maybe that's what the filmmakers were after. Yeah, which like, would be in slightly like intelligent. Now you're but then all, she does. You're all Jabba's. But then yeah. she does like she like because then a girl. This is like maybe weird, but girls can look at that and be like, oh, she looks great, and then she killed him. Mm-hmm. Right, she did she have. Which down. I felt like was cool because like, she was still like tough. Yeah. She did have whatever, her own vengeance and brave, mm-hmm. and she used her. She didn't need no man to save she her. Used her stuff to like win the day, which I, I was, think is uh, awesome. I felt so bad for her though when she was on that chain, and she's watching uh, Luke get you know hauled away, or no Han Solo's get hauled away. I don't remember who's yeah. getting hauled away, but she gets pulled on the chain, and then she's leaning back, yeah, smudged against fat, his belly, like bouncing <laughs> against the belly. <laughs> Like I was saying you will learn to appreciate me. It's cold, <laughs> mushy skin. But I think yeah. it develops who Jabba is too. Like he's gross on every level, and that's what we're it's communicating it to us. Like that yeah. he like Inside treats people. He's like a vile this. gangster. The crawl set. Yeah. That's so right. it would be different if he had like Luke strapped to his body. It'd be weird. So <laughs> I don't know. I could be, I could be into <laughs> some of that. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I think you could be. That would be great. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, some golden underwears. Uh, <laughs> the I was thinking in that moment. I wonder what it was like to be Carrie Fisher and just being like grapple grappling around with this giant rubber puppet right. that must have people in it and all around it. It must yeah. have taken like I think I saw a, a diagram of at least it. two people were inside it. One guy's the face it's like a horse. And yeah, it's yeah. yeah. exactly. No, like, it's yeah. more like a, the Chinese dragon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like supposedly there are like six guys, like puppeteers or muppeteers inside of that guy, just operating. Oh, I mm-hmm. only saw two. Obviously, mm-hmm. I saw a less detailed diagram. It's like a human, a human Javapede in there. Yeah, Javapede. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good call. Yeah. Is that These even a spoiler? Is that with nothing? <laughs> you made up words. <laughs> right down. How right. funny will it be if we say the human centipede at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> and people get to this point and they're like, no, that one. Why did they do that? The uh, the puppeteers are the unsung heroes of Star Wars. Ain't that the truth? The whole, yeah. The whole even thing. the guys behind the masks, the guy that and plays Chewbacca and the guy that plays C-3PO and, yeah. and Warwick R2-D2. Yeah. And speaking of which, Kenny Baker got robbed this time. Like He's knocking all over the... The guy in R two D two, yeah, he's getting chopped down. I love that moment when, when he tumbles over the uh, the little ship after the the battle at the Sarlacc pit. Oh. He pushes C three PO over, and then he yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> great. I love when he is mad for at the Ewoks by being tied off, and he just starts el- electrocuting them. The moment yeah. he's loose, <laughs> they like drop him on his face. He he's gets wily. up, and he's like, Jabba's brave, man. I'm Jabba. <laughs> I got job on my mind. No nah, man, R two is brave. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's cruising around the woods though. That's what but I was gonna ask. That's is just like, like the job. What thing. is his versatility <laughs> with his little wheels? Because <laughs> he's in like the not desert, not getting stuck. He's in the snowstorm, yeah. not getting stuck. He's got big rubber snu- wheels stuck. with uh, yeah, I mean, tread on him. You just can't. It's see obviously like the, like well, big mountain he's bike wheels. Smooth every time. There's, there's no like right. No up and down or anything with his. He just he's got shocks. Well, well uh, you know, maybe he's got like tracks that he can fly and he can shoot oil and he's like a little Swiss Army knife. Yeah, when he gets shot by that laser and he shoots back. Mm-hmm. All those little arms pop out. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Re- you re- he reveals, you know, oh, he does have all these limbs. He had that yeah. little and attractions. Like, Everyone like turns away, gadget. embarrassed for him. Yeah, well, <laughs> even Han Solo's like, uh, you know what? Up. Maybe I can just uh, hotwire this. A trusty little friend is uh, maybe out of commission. He had that little like circular it. saw to get him out of that Ewok net. Right. All right. Well, this is, there's a couple things I want to do before we end our time with the original saga. Um, I want to hear as quickly as possible. Don't overthink it, but I'm going to go around the room and have you rank the movies. They're, they're probably uh, going to be quite similar wow. from best to worst. Tyler, go. Five, six, four, three, one, two. Great. Patrick? Same thing. Did you process what he said? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of the titles of the ones that Tyler just said. So, wait, you said Empire, Jedi, New Hope, Revenge Revenge. of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Menace, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, same. Did you say uh, Empire, New Hope, or Empire, Jedi? No, Empire, Jedi. Return, New Hope. Yeah. Revenge, (coughs) Phantom, Clones. You know, Witness, and then put me up with that as well. Wow, we have some agreement. Here. Oh, it's here harder for me because <laughs> I'm trying to remember them all. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Especially I that one where you had too much NyQuil. Well, we know you right. like these last two the best. Which yeah, one did I you like better out of Empire and Return of the Jedi? Um, I think I like Empire, so I think it's five, six, four, three. The thing I don't know is the two and one. I can't remember which one I hated more. Okay. Do you guys remember? That's a, fair. That's a good like problem. Better. Hmm. I mean, what was where was he was a little kid? One? Full, yeah, little kid was one, and then <laughs> two was what whiny teenager was two. All the romance. You want the pod uh, racing or the where Coliseum. they couldn't figure out the kiss? <laughs> yeah, like the Maul. bad. Yeah, figure it out the make uh, out. One or and then Maul, two, the pod I guess. race. Okay, because yeah. I like the kid better than I liked creepy. I was thinking Anakin. about how um, you guys were talking last time about how the number five is the the best one because of the tension and stuff. In like the trilogy, the second one's always the tension. I was thinking that maybe the reason Sith is so good, or well, not so good, but the 
most palatable of the prequels is because in the overarching like meta narrative it's the middle point so it's the one where all the tension is do you know what i mean yeah if you're looking at the entire like one six through six as a that's act. the middle point and so that's where the tension is so that's why it's the right. only good prequel because there's actually tension in it right okay Josh, what about you, you Josh? Yeah, you didn't say yours. Oh, yeah, sorry, oh, I, Josh. I agree with you guys. I are with the majority rule. I like Empire and then Jedi and A New Hope would be close behind Jedi and then 3, 1, and 2 was the yeah. worst for me. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And can can I actually bring up a point too? I mean, just as far as like the like Darth Vader just being one of the most feared, you know, villains of, you know, cinema. Uh, I want to kind of bring up a point with... Uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine, because I think he's very sinister. I think he's a very, very good villain, mm-hmm. uh, and that he's just so obvious in his we wickedness. We finally, anger. get to see him. Yeah, and and uh, I'll tell you, like when you first, I mean, when Return of the Jedi first came out, and you see Darth Vader, you see Luke Skywalker going at it with their lightsabers and so forth, and then Luke throws his away casually. It's like, all right, you failed, Your Highness. Like, what's the Emperor gonna do? There's a pause. It cuts to Endor, then it comes back, and well. The Emperor doesn't bring out a lightsaber. He brings out these the Sith lightning. This, it's Le- like yeah. when we saw that, that was like, what? He can do that? Like, yeah, is that the first time we see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. the first time you see that, yeah. And, uh, and like the whole time you just Bethany see like couldn't his, stand it. Yeah, it's tense. She felt bad for she, Luke. She felt oh bad for Luke. It was so a tense situation. Yeah, his dad was watching it happen yeah. and didn't one, know what old to do. One hand. How did it's you like feel when, when Vader picked up the Emperor and threw him into that endless pit? I didn't know he was getting zapped by picking him up. I thought that was weird, and I thought it was a weird move. I didn't yeah, expect him to pick him up. He was like picking him up. Yeah. <laughs> with, one, with only one hand. Like and enough. Yeah, that's right. One hand in. and a stump. I just yeah. didn't expect him to drop him in the hole. Yeah, but and then he blew up into that weird blue. Yeah, that was haze. so weird. That blue stuff looked like Godzilla's atomic fire breath. It, was that his body blowing up? Yeah, yeah. Oh. it leads me to believe sort of reactor that. down yeah. there or something. Yeah. I think Darth Vader died from horrible <laughs> radiation knows? poisoning. But Who I knows what the heck is at the bottom of those I long didn't feel, empty, I those felt pits. like that was unexpected, but I thought it was good. And I was so, I mean, I feel like the zapping went on a long yeah. time before oh, Darth did, did anything. And I was we're stressed out. We needed out. to feel that. When Palpatine yeah. was it. getting zapped in three, Man, he was he was getting all, you know, old and wrinkly. And that's right. You think that Luke would have aged That's what I thought. I was looking for a physical, like, defect. I don't think but we just needed a lazy move to get him from his old normal man self to his wrinkly Maybe Palpatine was, his inner evilness was exposed by electricity and Luke's inner goodness. These scenes here with Luke and Vader and Palpatine, I think that these are actually really enriched for me from the prequels yeah i feel like the connection here is actually really good and then like yeah. even that scene where, where yoga yoga <laughs> yoga <laughs> yoda nah. where yoda uh, becomes a force ghost and uh obi-wan shows back up the, all that conversation they're having is yeah. it ties really really mm-hmm. strongly into the prequels yeah and i actually for a moment was thinking oh yeah i appreciate i appreciate sure. but you know what doesn't on. How freaking Leia talks about how she remembers her mom. Yeah, that was weird. And well, talks talk about, about like that. I was really yeah. young and I have no, images. No, I think, I think and that's she okay. was sad. Like I agree. She said she was she minutes had images. Old. Yeah, but we also know that she's forced. She's had, she's force sensitive, so mm. she can pick yeah. up things. Yeah, that nah. makes sense. That's that makes what sense. I thought. You reckon as a yeah, as a they can brand predict, they new can baby. see visions of the future. Who can say they can't see visions of the future? I think that we have to do the work to solve that. I think that that is a 
we sticky do, situation. We, it's not perfect, but it's not like a complete stretch because mm, she described right. it as thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, what she did describe is not is wrong how Padme died. Sure. experience. She was I'll tell you, I, but then why can't Luke remember? Luke's more force sensitive and more in touch with the force than she is at that yeah, point. She's Maybe a it's girl, a, so like she's a, more sensitive. Oh my with her gosh! Feelings. Good yes. call, Patrick. Good save. No, well, good save. That's well, right. Well, Leia <laughs> did immediately be placed. Well, I guess like that. My already. Well, I already was defeated my own argument. I was going to say that Leia got placed in the hands of an adoptive couple right away, but so did Luke. Yeah, with uh, was L- Leia with her fun. mom longer than Luke was at all? No. Yeah, no. well, let's say too that because Leia was. didn't know that she was adopted necessarily, right? She could have been confusing it with her her adoptive. Yeah, could have been could have been uh, Bail Organa's That's wife, true. That's which true. which would have yeah. made sense if she was sad as well because it's like well yeah. this isn't really my daughter I'm yeah. like caring for someone else's there's probably a yeah we don't some have kind of melancholy she got I blown think up that right makes away. more sense yeah okay. and um, at the end of Sith Bail Organa and his wife are holding this new I mean his wife's beautiful she's pretty touching yeah so she was beautiful that's true <laughs> I mean okay. I think lying. good memories oh. what Tyler was saying actually I don't disagree with that there is. If there is any prequel enrichment, it happens in those final moments with Vader. And for me, it was the fact that Anakin actually was the chosen one. Yep. He does destroy the Sith and he does right. bring balance to the mm-hmm. Force That's by true. doing so. So the, the yeah. prophecy was never misplaced. Like the, those moments right. of Obi-Wan yelling that it was said that you would destroy the Sith, not join them. He does. He does right. destroy yep. the yeah. Sith, That's and by, by denouncing himself him, and uh, yeah. the dark Lots side <laughs> and killing the Emperor, the Sith are gone. Yeah, yeah but is that what they were talking about? Because it said the prophecy was that he was going to bring balance to the Force, and at the end of Episode Three, there are two Sith and two Jedi. So he did, and then two wild cards. Yeah. So it's balanced in that way as well. That's true. He did. they didn't no, really say he was going to be the good guy. Or the not. Jedi's. Uh, access to the force has been clouded and that they had been driven into exile uh, it wasn't balanced it was freighted on the dark side darkness ruled the galaxy yeah but there were only two jedi and two sith i know right. but it's not, not about how many as as people power. there it's, are it's not numbers before it's that there was a ton of jedi yeah, and yeah, only one if, sith and the i'm just saying force it, was it makes sense in that regard because potential is here to do what they're going to do yeah but the, f- I know the force works. Yeah. But no, <sighs> I agree. Like so, he brings about, he fulfills the prophecy, but at the cost of wiping out all the Jedi, wiping out all the Sith. And but everybody. now, but now, just purely speculating about Episode Seven. No, no. I can't careful. even speculate no, about careful. it. Right. Nope, shut not down. speculating shut about Episode down. Seven. Then just saying this: there are two people who are incredibly force sensitive. Luke says that thing in the movie about force is strong in my family. My father had it. I had it. My sister have it. If at any point ever they get married and have kids, in in the mythos, not in Episode Seven, like there will become more Jedi possibilities. In theory, right? yeah, in, because in but theory. Jedi can't love, so how can they like have kids? <laughs> well, they can yeah, just like forbidden. they can just quickly have he sex and then take their vows them. after. Metacorns are gonna have to get to work. Yeah, again. well, Anakin I, went to the dark side. So we we discussed out. this. I think there's gonna be a change in policy, knowing that offspring are also a force sensitive. If metachlorians are somehow now like genetically inherent, then they'll be like, dude, y'all Jedi's, mm. you gotta be like just Maybe shacking up. Away well, just think about it like this. You know, after a week from the time that this episode airs, there will be another episode where we'll we know. will have answers. We'll know. Some, hopefully. 
So I mean, JJ's a very good storyteller. I want to end the uh, sixth episode of this series with a fun game of trivia to see how much you guys remembered about the six Star Wars movies oh, that we just right. asked. Are you ready for this? Oh, baby. Cue the music because <laughs> dun, it is dun, Star dun, Wars dun, dun, dun. trivia for beginners. I didn't go. I've looked up trivia that was not super super obscure. So it'll be a cakewalk for Liam and the for, uh, for the rest of us. You're going to have to try to Concern, see how much I'm going to get these wrong. We just watched just every them. single one of yeah. these movies. I um, know. But so let's see how this goes. Like I'm just going to go ago. around the circle. Tyler, what planet did Queen Amadala rule? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember the name of the planet. It was the Gungan City and the, the other city. <laughs> Um, Do you want to? You have a a second, and then it's going to Patrick. Yeah, right. Patrick, Patrick, can you answer it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Wait, was the city called Coruscant? Was it? Okay, Alderaan. All right, Liam. We're going Naboo, baby. Naboo. 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 Great yeah, job! I, I can. I know that that's right. Yeah, I, now I hear guys. it. I couldn't find that. <laughs> I couldn't find that that word in my Rolodex of fictional languages. <laughs> uh, Bethany, what are the traditional weapon of the Jedi Order? <laughs> Lightsaber. Great okay. job, oh, Bethany! Oh, yeah, yeah, good job, Bethany. She's learning. Who is Obi Wan's master in the Phantom Menace, Tyler? Uh, that's Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn, great job. Patrick, what organization has blockaded the planet of Naboo at the beginning of The Phantom Menace? I know. Me I too? Know. I Ma- think. Matt? It's that Trade Federation. It was the Trade Federation. Those, great you job. know, racist Asian guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who held yep. the position of Supreme Chancellor in the Republic at the start of Attack of the Clones? Not Liam. He obviously knows it, so let's just try to divert. Let Liam answer. Let he really Liam, wants man, it's his but turn. Do you want to go, go around? around? You can go around. No, let Liam, no, let Liam have okay, it. Okay, go ahead, Liam. Tell Chancellor us. Valorum, Terrence Stamp. Oh, he's so good to have him back on the big screen again. Where so did yeah, he go? Goodness. All right, yeah, I wouldn't on. have got that. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Well, I think I dethroned. Uh, I, I think he had a better chance if they let him stay in, in charge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bethany, mm-hmm. why wasn't Obi-Wan able to find the planet Kamino where the Republic clones were being made? <laughs> Can I have a hint? <laughs> well, remember when Ewan McGregor was handsome yeah, with like a beard? Yeah, like McGregor. Yeah, and he, he went in there to see the went in Yoda. There, he went in there to see Yoda. He was training the kids. And oh, he, he couldn't because and popped up in that big map. Someone had changed the um, the records. That's right. Yeah, good job, Bethany. The library, the Jedi library. We the location of the planet <laughs> had been purged from the Jedi archives. Excellent. Okay, but I just needed some. Tyler, contacts. why did Padme and Anakin go to Tatooine in Attack of the Clones? To uh, find his mom. Oh. Yes, Anakin oh. felt that his mother was in trouble. Great work. Great work. Patrick, what color is Mace Windu's lightsaber? <laughs> Green. No, uh, it's purple, dude. It's purple. That's <laughs> Sam Jackson? Yeah, and he just okay. wanted it purple just because he wanted to be able yeah. to stand out. That's it. Otherwise, Jedi is supposed to be p- green and blue. Because they're That's the natural, yeah. they're they're the natural the occurring no, stones. All right. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't they know that are. either. Poor Patrick. Should have been <laughs> Matt. Yeah. What Should've happened when blue. Palpatine asked the Jedi Order to give Anakin a seat on the council? Dang. They said no. <laughs> uh, 
don't know. Liam? Wait, can you repeat the question? What happened when Palpatine asked the Jedi Order to give Anakin a seat on the council? Or more specifically, how did the Jedi Order respond? Uh, they're like, no, will you? we need you to inform on the Chancellor for us. That is not the Instead. answer we're looking for. Well, if it's, it's not true, no, then it must be yes. How did the Jedi respond when... It Oh, they they, they sent, uh, they're like, oh, he wants to take control? Is that what you're saying? We're going to go. No, before that, that was season? a response yeah. to after the fact. So you can be on they the council, realize? but you can't be a knight. That's right. Okay. That was the one. They did not grant him the a higher ranking, but they allowed him a seat on was the council. Was it knight that they? A master. 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 They oh. wouldn't make him a master. Okay, back to Bethany. Who was to give additional training to Obi-Wan after he left Tatooine at the end of Revenge of the Sith? Wait, say that again? Who was to give Obi-Wan extra training? Who was to give additional training to Obi-Wan after he left for Tatooine at the end of Revenge of the Sith? Is that one guy still alive? You're on the right path. Chai Guen or whatever. No, he died in number one. Uh, Yoda? That's right. Okay. It was Yoda, if you recall. Uh... Yoda said, on Tatooine, additional training. I have more training I have for you. That was great. That was uh, all of our questions for episodes one through three. You guys did not not wonderfully, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't get well, I didn't get one right. You okay, didn't get but you any have right. an, no, you, you have another chance. The music. Let's cue the music for the original trilogy and let's do just a handful. Oh, now of I'm questions gonna be really freaking embarrassed if I don't get These one for this. Beginner Ooh. questions for the original, oh, original trilogy. This is actually what counts. Who did w- who just answered? Uh, Bethy did, okay. so it's T-Hands. Back to Tyler, okay. Hashtag Titan. Luke had planned to go to Tashi Station to retrieve something, but his Uncle Owen made him stay home and clean up the new droids. What did he want to go... What did he want to get at Tashi Station? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Parts? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, we're going to give it to him. <laughs> well, we're going to give him that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's enough of an answer. Should we go all around the circle until we get to Liam? Parts? See if he knows? It's something specific that we're looking for. It was a generator. Okay. That's not an option here. (laughs) Matt? Okay. It was parts for his speeder thing, his little car. Liam, do you happen to know? I think it's, but I was going to go to Tashi Station and get some power converters. It was power converters. Good job. Oh, all right. Way to go. He said it real whiny. You can waste time with your friends later. (laughs) Isn't there that deleted (laughs) scene when he does waste time with his friends? Yeah. Bethany, you're up. At the beginning of Star Wars, Luke lives on what type of farm? Uh, A a water farm? Or a hydro... um, Should we give it to her? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Moisture. Yeah, Yeah, there there it is. Go. (laughs) Who pays to have Tyler mouth the words to (laughs) cross her (laughs) Tyler, (laughs) what did Han Solo brag his ship, the Millennium Falcon, could do in less than 12 parsecs? It could do some sort of, um, like, route (laughs) cycle. (laughs) Get somewhere and back. Yeah, you you obviously uh, remember the moment, but it has a funny name. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but it was some sort of common Patrick? Route. Zero to 60. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, it's the Jay something Watts. run, and I can't remember what the key fake made up word is. I know Liam, because he says it to Liam? me all the time. 
It's Castle Run. The Castle it's Run. It's fast enough for you, old man. That's the Castle Run. Yeah, Great job, Liam. It's not a word I I'm keep sorry. in my brain. I, what was uh, Princess <laughs> Leia's home planet, Bethany? Oh. It got destroyed. Mm-hmm. That's not the name of it. <laughs> I don't where know. Where from? It got destroyed. I don't know. I can't remember. It got destroyed. We watched it. Tyler? <sighs> uh, you said it earlier this evening while we were talking. <laughs> I said it. It's not Coruscant. To your first question. No. Um... You, can, can I get multiple choice? I can tell you which one it is. <laughs> yeah, if you get the multiple choice, you will uh, absolutely get it. Okay, then. Do you want Pat, have Patrick have a chance to get one right? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say it. It's such a sad thing that they all died. Let's just keep going on the next question. <laughs> 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 he wants to honor it? them by I know, never I don't know any of these things. Right. Let's it's, honor them all the right? Right? by yeah. forgetting about it completely. It was hey, Alderaan. Tyler, you missed it. Alderaan. I got it right. Alderaan. Uh, Alderaan. Alderaan. Liam, Star Wars was filmed in each of the following countries except one. Which one was not a location for Star Wars filming? Ooh. Tunisia. He gets a multiple choice. Guatemala, Canada. Hmm. Which of these is not a shooting location for a Star Wars film? Tunisia, Guatemala, or Canada? I'm gonna go Canada. You're gonna go with Canada. Let's roll the dice on Canada, and you would be correct. That's what I thought. That would have been my guess as well. Liam. Good Hoff job, man. In That's not what you thought. That. Yes, That's it what is. I, I thought. was totally like, I mean, I would do Canada. Yeah. Someone was telling me recently uh, that uh, you know you can go on a tour of uh, Tunisia's the Tatooine yeah. location. That you can go on a tour and see some of the sites, and that Ewan McGregor has some sort of uh, show about motorcycles. Yeah, it's called the Long Way Around. The Long Way Around. It's, it's really cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I've been told, and uh, this gentleman was telling me that there's an episode where they go to Tunisia, and he takes the tour, and he's trying to convince the tour guides <laughs> that he was in Star Wars, and they don't believe him. So yeah. he's trying to show them pictures. So he has to like pay admission. That might be the <laughs> second series, which is the long way down when they go through Africa. But oh, yeah, cool. it's great. Huh. They're both great shows. People Bethany, should watch those. In The Empire Strikes Back, what resource is mined in Cloud City? Mm. She's squinting. I can't. I can remember the city and all that. That's where Lando lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lando lives there, yeah. Is it a gas? Some kind of gas? I don't remember. Do you want to go with gas? I don't know the answer. I'm going to have to click this. Yeah, and find I, it. I mean, it's a gas. I think it's a gas, maybe. Let's, well, let's just see what happens when you say gas. Are we doing an online quiz here? That was yeah. correct. Yeah, good job. Good job, Bethy. Yeah, correct. we're doing an online quiz. Did, did Josh didn't write these questions. No, nope, there was no mouthing. Did no mouthing. No. I was on mouthing patrol. That was we're all clean. Bethy no, all the time. I did that by time. myself. I just remembered it. No, you can. Why are you scared of the cat? No, <laughs> She's <laughs> allergic I'm to allergic cats. To There's cats. a cat on her. It's a disaster. People. Okay, in the Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Tyler, what is the name of the creatures that descend upon the Millennium Falcon when the ship lands deep in an asteroid? Do you want the multiple choice? Since this is a funny, obscure creature. The name, name. of the creature. Tyler, the worm. you know this. Remember your training. The, the things the, the that are on the outside of the ship when they're oh, in the worm. Right. The, the those, yeah. Okay. Give me the multiple choice. Okay. Ewoks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ugnots or Minox? <laughs> Why do they do that? <laughs> They're the same. They, they Ugger my. Uh, say those last two again. Ugnots <laughs> or Minox? Let's go with Minox. Yeah. Yeah. Minox. Good, Good job, Tai Tai. Patrick, before it was released, the film Return of the Jedi had a slightly different working title. What was it? <laughs> this is your chance. This. <laughs> this is your Remember one. your training. Get it, man. Just All right. One. Let me think. Revenge. Yes. Of the Jedi. Revenge Yay. of the Jedi. Yeah. Back on the game scores. board. Patrick wins. 
<laughs> Matt, in Return of the Jedi, what service does R2-D2 provide on Jabba the Hutt's sail barge? He's like the drinks cart. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mobile drinks cart. <laughs> so good. <laughs> what does the actual quiz say? How does Bethany, it describe it? Bethany, he serves drinks. Oh, all right. John Bethany. knows how to party, man. He's got that yeah. great crib with, the, with that band pumping, and then he's got a booze crew. He's got, yeah. chicks, he's got chicks dancing, both thin and chubby chasers. If you're <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Either way. <laughs> he's got something for everybody. Why wouldn't yeah. you want to hang out with Hajaba, man? I know. He's got yeah, like an almost sentient droid, and he's like, mm, just serve the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't need he's you to He's got pig trolls. <laughs> Bethany said it was a booze cruise. It is a booze Bethany's cruise. Bethany's right. It is a booze cruise. So in nice. Star Wars, uh, Liam, what is the name of the unfortunate bounty hunter that Han Solo blasts in the Moss Eisley Cantina? Where he shoots first. Oh, yeah. We got... Uh, oh, who Han Solo actually shoots first. That's right. That's going to be Greedo. Greedo. That's which, right. fun fact, the mini Greedo that you see in Phantom Menace is actually played by Warwick Davis, who was also in the Phantom Menace during the pod race, who was a standing, child. Standing next to Jabba. Standing next to Jabba. Or he's kind of in the crowd, yeah. And he plays Wicked. No, he's, he he's, plays uh, Wicked. he's in Jabba's uh, party booth. Because Jabba yeah. knows, man, he's always partying. Knows how to party. And Warwick, of course, learned a lot of our favorite Ewok. What? <laughs> the cat. But yeah, so Greedo. <laughs> Greedo. Well One shot first. Everybody, give it up for Liam. I Good think he job. got the right, the the most correct. You sure? True so for now. Yeah. I, think I got a, I got a few in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Patrick got the moral Thanks. victory in that, you know. Yeah. So, I think that we all learned a lot during but these last six weeks. I learned a lot. Sons and fathers. The wild ride. Yeah. Brothers, yeah. sisters. Yeah. Generation. Lovers. The strength of women kisses. in film. So Bethany, if there's someone out there to end this podcast, if there's someone out there. That is on the fence, maybe a girlfriend like you've mentioned that's, you know, worried about being dragged to the sea, uh, The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. or just someone that, you know, they like movies just fine. They've just never tapped into Star Wars, still haven't seen anything. What encouragement or discouragement would you give You need that to do person? it. I don't think you need to go see Seven without being, like, honoring the movie, like, process. So, in my opinion, like, if I know people who are just going to bebop into the theater for the seven, <laughs> the seventh one, I'm like... You're going to be super annoying. Like, I would have been super annoying. So don't dishonor. Asking th- questions the whole don't time. Don't dishonor, like, yeah, these things by not knowing what you're. You still <laughs> might be. I'm bringing candy. But. Just lollipops. <laughs> well, then. Just lollipops. the experience. Nothing crunchy. But. Mm-hmm. That's I feel great. Like I appreciate you need to that. honor that. Solid. And I think you need to give it a go. I think it is part of the Americana thing. And I feel, like, really empowered knowing the storyline now. Hallelujah. I mean, I really May do. the force I be feel, with you. I feel Phenomenal. Really Good, so, so you should do it. And you should like suck it up, especially if your boyfriend wants you to do it because it means something to him. It's not Or terrible. your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Or your girlfriend. Yeah, don't be so sexist. Oh, that's what I meant. Sexist. Your girlfriend. Um, yeah. If oh, yeah. any <laughs> significant... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> cat, 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 attack. Cat. cat attack. This cat loves me and I am... <laughs> like, <laughs> you must also, be Also, we should... Let's take a second to say congratulations to Chris because he had a baby oh, this week. That guy, job, Chris, who bud. came up with the Peter is the worst hashtag. Chris Phillips? Yeah, he had a baby. Good job, Chris. Well, his, Bravo, I mean, Chris. not him, obviously. That's not how genetics works. It's like Arnold and Junior? <laughs> yeah, just like that. That's he a great movie. He helped out, I'm sure. 
Congratulations, Ryan Down yeah. Jr. Ryan Down Jr. That's and also, he's been sticking with 33 Days of Christmas despite being in the hospital with his newborn. There's, a, there's another guy who just got, he's getting married this week. Well, you got to look him up now. Yeah, look, now you can't just say a guy. Where's the internet? <laughs> it's in my pocket. Man. There it it's is. It's all around us, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's going through you right now. <laughs> Chris the Phillips is also uh, doing the work to realize Abby's great dream to have Ty Ty. Yeah, that's true. That's the first and hashtag maybe only tie-tie. example of the hashtag Ty Ty. So I've only had one, alive, one other person than Abby call me Ty Ty, and it was my girlfriend in high school. Ooh. Oh, let's definitely bring it back. If nothing, and they're not the same, uh, Brody. Brody Gron is getting Congratulations, married. Congratulations, Brody. Getting married on December 12th. Oh. And, uh,. Couple days, yeah. May the force Two be with days. you, bro. Yeah. Uh, you know he's he's gonna be making uh, 33 days of Christmas movies a new family tradition. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome! Hopefully he can man. see Force Awakens on his honeymoon. Because well, he's probably being honeymoon. Brody, Chris Phillips, yeah. the rest of you, don't be bebopping into that <laughs> yeah, theater that's true. without knowing. So if you're planning on walking in there, be like. <laughs> That's beatboxing, <laughs> not beatboxing. That's different. No, he's beatboxing like when you walk to it. That's how you. Oh, okay. Like when you you walk specifically yeah. in time to a beatbox. Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You can leave a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com or argue with us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at youhatemovies and facebook.com slash youhatemovies. Next week, like the rest of the world we will be arguing out our reactions to Star Wars The Force Awakens. Don't forget to follow along with us on social media as we count down more than 30 Christmas movies leading up to December 25th. 